0: One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, two. okay. Okay. I want to make sure everybody can hear me. Welcome, 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 welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear our hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad y'all are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want this to, to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. Or, you can catch me online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash heart. Also, for those who may be on social media, you can catch me on my Facebook page, Brother Prater. That's P R O T H E R, brother, like brother and sister, and pray to P.S. and Paul, R A T S and Tom, E R. Also, <clears throat> to me. Also, just those who may want to uh, catch us on the chat room on Reconnect My Heart podcast, we are available right now. <clears throat> so, just um today, it's going to be a little different. Um, Number one, thank y'all for y'all. Pressing y'all concerns, um, getting over this little cold, but also even just being able to just take care of uh, the problems that's that's been going on 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 this end. But, um, today being March 5th, um, excuse me, um, I'm wearing this shirt right here. This is in honor of, um, my sister, Sheila Prater. And (coughs) um four years ago four years two days ago march the third um i got the um myself and my family got the um the worst news uh the the worst phone call that we have received that's um the murder of my sister my sister was killed and um you know that's something that you know those who may have Lost someone not just pertaining to a natural um, death, but just a violent death. Um, that's a phone call that you can't prepare for, <laughs> and so um, it's easy to remember someone when uh, they pass uh, on their birthday. You know, my, my my sister, as well as my our birthday being in September, it's easy. It's easy for me to honor her, uh, on her birthday, you know, the week of the birthday on the show. But when it comes down to March, March is the day that she was taken from us and, you know, just calling it like it is, you know, this was not, uh, just what she just passed. No, she was killed. She was killed. And, uh, out of this, um, it's been four years and, there isn't a second a day that myself nor my family uh, and also even I know some of the friends have been on here uh, you know we have not forgotten about her and so today what I want to do is just <coughs> <coughs> excuse me utilize the time to talk about the importance of different things um, even uh, how um, her her Passing and the way she passed, that's that's the thing that it, it still troubles many of us. <clears throat> um, you know, I'm kind of talking about that, <clears throat> <clears throat> but most importantly, what can we get out of this? You know, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that uh, I'm a firm believer in is just being able to, I love you know, spreading the word of God and spreading uh, whatever. Um, uh, knowledge God give me to share with others even to uh, bring things to the awareness of people as well as to myself I'm not exempt none of us is exempt from learning and so with that um, first um, this year um, leading up to March the 3rd um it it wasn't it wasn't as bad even though like i said it's been four years but this time going up to <coughs> excuse me going up to march the third it wasn't as bad but when the day came i went to work and uh, i had already made arrangements uh once i leave work uh, before I go see my son, I was gonna go about to her, her gravesite, which I do that anyway. But that particular day, uh, it was more so of just having some time with her. <clears throat> and uh, normally when I would go, um, you know, it's you know, just just you know, just making sure that the headstone is clean and you know, <clears throat> we've always had. Uh, non-verbal communication. And so, even if I was just there for a few minutes, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) even if I was just there for a few seconds, a few minutes, whatever I did, you know, it was always understood, you know, even before she left. That's that's how we were. (coughs) So, excuse me, I'm going to get some water right quick. (coughs) So, So with that, <clears throat> me just going over there and just um, uh, Friday go, go by there and spend some time and just reflect and um, <clears throat> hear me. <clears throat> this one was different. <clears throat> it was it was different <clears throat> because uh <clears throat> because um I, I, I really don't know why it was just different. It was just very, very different. Um, I hate it. I hate it to um, have to not just deal with that day, but just think about my family, my family, and those that you know love her. You know, I not not only do I hurt for myself, but I hurt for my family. I hurt for those that love her, and so. You know a lot of time as ministers we can easily take on the burden of others <clears throat> but through this experience it has made me to become aware of I can only carry so much and so I had to acknowledge that I had to I have to have someone to help me in carrying this weight that I carry not just as a preacher, but as a brother, as a human being. <clears throat> you know, um, I remember, um, I was talking to my dad <clears throat> when it first happened four years ago, I was talking to my dad and I told, I told my dad, I said, look, I said, I can't say I know how you feel. I said, you lost a member. My dad is a pastor, man. <clears throat> my sister used to help him. And so, uh, she was, <clears throat> She was active in his church as well as the other home church she would be at. But I told dad, I said, Daddy, you lost a member, but most importantly, you lost a daughter. I said, So we're not, gonna, I don't want to talk to Pastor Prater right now. I want to talk to daddy. And so with <clears> that, the same thing, <clears throat> same thing with me. <clears throat> I didn't just lose um, someone that look up to me as a minister, but I lost a sister. But most importantly, above being a sister, she was my friend. Uh, Those that know us, we were uh, two peas in a pod. We graduated together. We were, um, she was skipped up from the kindergarten to the first grade and her and I was in the first grade together. And we, from first grade up to graduation, we graduated together. We were in the same class together. <clears throat> so, so this was someone that was very close to me, very dear to me. <clears throat> and so with that, you know, <clears throat> just to have someone to go the way that they go, uh, is troubling. <clears throat> and it, it, it makes me look at the, the heartless people that may be in this society. And <clears throat> that's why it's an urgency for me to talk about domestic violence. Uh a matter of fact, you know, I was talking about it even before she passed. And the last time she was at my mom's house, uh, we were talking and we were talking about some of the things that, you know, we, we should do together. <clears throat> she told me what her plans were. <coughs> she told me what her plans were. And I'm like. Girl, you don't you know I'm blah blah blah, blah, you know. Yeah, let's do it together, you know. And so those were the ideas that we thought about doing together and you know, now the ideas that we were gonna do together now I do alone. And it's gonna be in tribute to her. And I know God gonna give me the strength, the insight to fulfill what we were gonna do. But but with that, you know, Um, one of the things in that conversation that she had, she always wanted to help, always wanted to talk to the, what she would call her sisters, um, females, uh, pertaining to relationships, pertaining to, you know, you know, look at your value, know who you are, know who you are in God. And these are some of her exact words that she would say and that she shared with me. Um, you know, for, for them to know their worth. Unfortunately, many times, good young ladies with good intent choose guys that are not fit for them. And unfortunately, instead of moving on, sometimes that female sees the best in that guy and try to stick it out. And they commit it to the wrong guys. And I'm telling, as a guy, because, you know, those that don't know me, I work in law enforcement. I've dealt with guys and, and I, I hear the game. I hear what they tell me. I have a lot of guys talk to me and I've been there. Matter of fact, next January, January of next year, I'll be 30, be there 30 years. So I can say confidently, I know what I'm talking about, but <coughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys that will prey upon young ladies they would try to take advantage of young ladies. A lot of guys, they don't care. They don't care. But you have to care. Young ladies, you have to stop receiving people that's less than the purpose and the plan God has for you. Everybody that comes to you is not assigned to you. There are some people that God will send, but then there are others that the devil will send. Sometimes when a young lady looking for her boys, she ends up selling for a bozo. <clears throat> matter of fact, I I saw this. Um, I saw this yesterday. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> I saw a video and it was a young lady, older young lady, and she. <coughs> 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 me. She was asking someone. <coughs> 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 Excuse me. She was asking someone, <clears throat> how do I know when I met my boy <clears throat> And as soon as she said that, I immediately stopped it. Immediately stopped it. <clears throat> how do you know when you met your boys? And I took that as, you have somebody and you still kind of checking them out. My reply in my head was, okay, you want to know how you know when you met your boy My reply would have been, when he treats you like his Ruth. How did Boaz treat Ruth? First of all, Boaz worked for Ruth. He pursued, he investigated, you know, he took the time to uh, find out more about her. But also, if you look at it, Boaz, Boaz, was bringing the family together. Was bringing Ruth family together, <clears throat> and so that's another thing. A lot of times, these young ladies they're selling for a bozo, and instead, <coughs> unlike Boaz bringing the family together, Bozo divides the family. <clears throat> you know, a man, both uh, of uh, Boaz. Boys was a man that had work ethic, had integrity. But the guys that are less than who God wants you to have, they don't have any integrity. They're cheating. They're unfaithful. They're possessive. Some of these guys, they'll tell you what you want to hear to get what they want from you. Are there some good men around? Yes, they are. But a good man does not have to listen to you for you to tell him how to treat your heart, how to respect you, how to love you. No, that ain't love. If you have to teach somebody how to treat you, they ain't the one for you. And that's something that young ladies have to accept. And I'm saying this because, you know... <clears throat> I don't want anybody to go through what we went through. Um, just point blank, <clears throat> the person that killed my sister left her dead. You know, and she been she been there. She was she was found by my nephew. Left her dead. I want y'all to think about this. This is a. Um, Hmm. a brand new sheet of paper, unused, clean, lit, undamaged. Oh, imagine me getting this sheet of paper from this spiral and there's nothing wrong with this sheet of paper, and all of a sudden ball it up and just throw it to the ground. <clears throat> I done wasted a good sheet of paper. Now even if I unball it <clears throat> Number one, it's detached from the spiral. But even if I unball <coughs> even if I it, It's almost impossible for me to write properly on here. And even if I do, I can't put it back in the spiral. I'd have wasted a nice sheet of paper for nothing. That's the way these guys that are the ones that are not for you. That's how they treat women. And, it, and it's bothersome because it's a lot of it's a lot of young ladies that are getting killed. Call it what it is, they're getting killed by guys that don't care. And the bad part about it, these sorry guys will kill a good girl. And then some of them will cowardly kill themselves. You know? <clears throat> I don't ever want a young lady to ever feel like because if it's so happy that you're in a, a toxic relationship, don't ever feel that you're by yourself and you got to deal with it by yourself. Get some help. Get some help. Tell everybody. And when you get out, stay out. Don't go back. That's where a lot of people make their problem is going back, giving the person another chance. When someone does any harm to you, assault you or whatever you file a police report get that documented and don't change your mind you know like I said me working in law enforcement there are times I go up there to the floors and I see where people especially young ladies filing a report or a or order and all that stuff and I'm seeing the line is so long and I'm seeing them with their children two or three four children sometimes and a lot of time, all I see are women. <coughs> they found the report, but when it come down to executing, when it comes down to following through, a lot of them that change their mind. I don't want to. I don't want to I feel sorry for him, but he'll kill you. I'm telling you, these guys don't care about you. They want control. Some of these guys. They want control, they want what you got, they want your sex, they want to control you, manipulate you, they want to use you as a slave or as a maid. <clears throat> Anytime somebody would separate you from your family, they're unhealthy. Especially if you if you're the type that you have a loving family, you have a family, a godly family, you know, when your routine change for them, they, they ain't, that's not a healthy relationship. And and you know, I'll probably be talking about this till the day I die because this has affected myself as well as me I'm not, I'm not the only person who lost a sister but but I see so many reports and this is global but when enough is enough what is it going to take for you to leave that toxic relationship, <clears throat> what is it going to take for you? Don't and I, I, I heard somebody say this some time ago. Somebody was telling me this, and I've I've counseled um, <clears throat> many people throughout the years. And I remember one time this young lady said <clears throat> she was married, and her husband was trying to kill her. <clears throat> and she said because she was told she can't leave, she was told by her pastor she's not supposed to leave a relationship. She said, well, maybe it's God's will for me to die in this relationship. I said, the devil is a lie. The devil is a lie and your pastor is a lie. You leave. <clears throat> I'm going to say it like this. You know, she told me, well, my pastor said God hate divorce. Yeah, but God hate domestic violence too. I'm going to say it like this. If a mem- if a pastor, if a minister says for you to stay in a domestic violence relationship, marriage, I guarantee you he will not tell his daughter that. He will not tell his daughter that. Some of these people are getting the wrong information from respected preachers, pastors, bishops, apostles, or whatever. If you are in the domestic violence relationship, you need to leave immediately. But most importantly, make sure that you get it documented legally. Get the authorities involved. <clears throat> because if you don't, and especially if you have children, CPS will be after you. Because you're not just endangering yourself; you're endangering your children. I don't care how you pray. I don't care how you. Well, God will work it out. No, He look, look here, look here. God already gave you your answer. That's the thing. There are so many people that use prayer as an excuse. You're saying prayer as an excuse. You're being lazy. Get out. You ain't got to pray about, well, if I should stay. No, no, no. If I should stay, if I should go. If you have a red light, do you have to pray? God, do I need to stop or should I go? Come on now. We got to use common sense. And this is the kind of conversation that we got to say, especially within the church. Because most of the ones that are in domestic violence that are getting killed, some of them are church members. I'll tell you what I know. And so, me having to, you yeah, right here, me having to bury my sister, my mama had to bury her daughter, my daddy had to bury her da- his daughter, my brothers had to bury their sister, my niece, my nephew had to bury their mother. When is it going to stop? And especially within the church, we need to sound the alarm to even discuss it, talk about it, because it's happening within the church, and I know some first ladies that's been in the mess. <coughs> like I said, I see it. I work in the jail. I work in the jail where a lot of the ministers, preachers, and I'm not just singling out, it only happens in the church. No, 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 I don't mean that. I'm a minister. I'm a preacher. I can speak about it, but the thing is, it needs to be discussed everywhere. And there are some people that they can put on a facade, but they have dirty hands. I don't want. I I don't want to have to hear a report of someone that might have been listening. They end up getting hurt or in the hospital because they refused to leave. <clears throat> you know, I'm going to continue to talk about this. I'm going to continue to talk about it. This is part of now part of the ministry that involves me because not only <clears throat> not only we are um survivors of someone that was you know, dealing with domestic violence. But also now, we are a family of grievers, so it's two and one. <clears throat> it's one thing for her to go. There's another thing how she went, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I know. You know, to some people, oh, this sounds like a sad story. I'm, I wanna be, pray- I'm gonna be praying for you, Brother Prater. Thank you for your prayers. But how about you pass the word also about domestic violence? If you know somebody that's in it, talk to them. You may get on their nerve. I don't care. And by all means, don't say, well, I don't want to get involved because, you know, uh, it it might jeopardize our friendship. The heck with the friendship. You know what? What's more important? The friendship or the person's life. Because if you value their life, they might get upset. But eventually they'll come around, and if they don't, you know what? It's better for them to be angry and alive than at peace with you and dead. Do it for that person. This is, I want you to think about it. Domestic violence is a crime. It is a crime. Regardless if that person is dating or married, it is a crime. And it needs to be addressed. But what is it going to take? Like, say, I, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to go through what we went through. You know, <coughs> 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 my sister passing has affected us in various ways. Me, you know, um, I will say this. Excuse me, one second. I will say this. (coughs) Excuse me, this (coughs) is (coughs) my horse. Getting choked now, excuse me. I will say this. The thing, and I'm a a matter of fact, I may, if I can remember, I'm gonna try to bring this up also even for her birthday because this is a a good thing. My sister, if I I can think of one thing that my sister taught me, the one thing my sister taught me was love. She taught me committable love. I found out. I found even though she knew I loved her (coughs) and all the stuff. But I found out that my relationships that I tried to pursue, I was always trying to have a relationship with a young lady, (coughs) like I have with my sister. There was trust. There was commitment. (coughs) There was a covenant. There was communication. <clears throat> it was so many things. You know, just spending time with each other, just doing nothing, just being silly. That's what my sister and I did. And she passed away at 45. So, 45, she was 45, 46. <clears throat> we were big kids. And so, with that, you know, even <clears throat> when she was spending the night, or I was spend the night over there we were, we were silly We were just being silly You know <clears throat> Um She taught me that And I can honestly say She set the standard She set the bar for when it comes down for me To date Make sure I trust them <clears throat> Make sure that I'm in a position Where they can trust me You know make sure it's reciprocated But, but with that, making sure that it's somebody that want to be committed, somebody that want to, number one, make sure that they are right before God. There isn't a lot of people that I've seen that were like my sister to me. She, uh, she was my hero. She was and still is. And so For someone who may be watching I want you to think about You never know who you are to people So if you don't Do right or be in a right Relationship for yourself Do it for the people that love you Do it for the people That care about you Do it for the people That want to see you happy Do you really I'm gonna share this one day, maybe one day this week. But do you really know who you are to people? Do you really understand who you are to people? So some people may feel like, well, you know, um, well, you know, people just don't understand about my boyfriend. No, you don't understand. People are not like puzzles; you have to kind of figure them out. No, when you have to try to find the good and ugliness, it ain't healthy. <clears throat> and I've seen good girls with no criminal record with these bad boys <coughs> got a rap sheet longer than loop twelve. Why? And this, matter of fact I'm gonna have to bring this up. This blew my mind. Even the other day I saw someone that um they talked about excuse me. They talked about Michael B. Jordan. <clears throat> One person was saying, "Well, he don't have an edge on him. He like he know where his birth certificate is. He looks he he look like you know he look like a nerd. <clears throat> All these things. There are some young ladies that like these problematic people to try to." teach them how not to be problematic it's like some young ladies they go into a relationship trying to be a therapist to try to change or convert someone like I say even some that you know like these bad boys matter of fact I've had even I've had some throughout my life you know I've had some tell me that I was too nice I was too nice you know Somebody like you, oh, you know, I'll just use, but then that same one that would say that would be the same one that called me to tell me pray for them because they're in a relationship that's problematic. I want you to be praying for my my relationship. It, your relationship don't need prayer. You need prayer. Something wrong. <clears throat> What I'm saying, it may sound comical, but it's the truth. Like I said, I don't want anybody to go through what we went through. And like I said, many others, you know, I'm in, um, I'm in a lot of, well, one in particular is, um, there's no love in the league. Domestic violence is real. This is by Crystal Floyd and Derek Floyd. I want to, you know, say hello to y'all. Um, they deal with a lot of people. <clears throat> you know, there were a lot of people that are in domestic violence. And the theme, a lot of them feel like, well, it won't happen to me. Or, you know, I can help that person. I can help them. You know, or they only battle because I, I did something to them. I provoked them. I provoked. You ain't the problem, they got the problem. But if you know that they got a problem and you're trying to make it your problem, then there's a problem. <clears throat> it's just heartbreaking for us to see so many people get killed for nothing, for no reason. Look, that's not love, <clears throat> that's not love when you're being abused. You're being assaulted. You're being talked down. That's not love. Matter of fact, I'll always hear many people, you know, they talk about their relationship. That it ain't healthy. Blah, blah, blah. Why don't you leave? Because I love them. No, 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 no. What you saying is love ain't love. A lot of time, you just saying you feel sorry for them. You don't want to abandon them. Everybody else has abandoned them. You know, and you want to just stick, you want to be there to help them pull through. I want you to think about it. If everybody has abandoned them, they abandoned for a reason. They need help, and you ain't the solution. <clears throat> God is the solution spiritually, but then there are resources that God provided here for them to get some help if they want it. But if they choose to get it, you need to stay out. You still need to stay away. They need help, but it cannot and would not come from you. You need to take care. You need to take care of yourself. You need to seek shelter. Stop trying to stick around to see how it's going to end, how it's going to be, if they would get help. One of the things I'm a firm believer in. If you want the one that God has for you... If you want the one that's in God's heart... You got to get rid of the one that's in your hand. Oftentimes the devil will send invitation before God sends the real thing. What if that person that you're trying to be committed to that ain't committable... What if that person was a distraction that was sent by the devil? What if that person was a distraction to pull you from your roots, pull you from your purpose, pull you from your identity. Like I said, I can talk about.
1: It is <coughs> 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 it,
0: it's, it's heartbreaking. <coughs> and um I know right now many people You know, like I said, we dismiss it. Sometimes, some people, they don't understand the danger. They don't understand the choices that you make can have a rippling effect on your friends, on your family. I'm going to say it like this. I want us to really think about it. That person... That person that you're with, that person that you feel like, mm, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. <clears throat> Let me ask you this. I want you to think about this. That person that you're with, did you meet your potential killer? Did you meet your potential Murderer? Don't ever feel like, (coughs) don't ever feel like, well, you know, they'll never do that. Some of the ones that have gotten killed probably felt the same way in the very beginning. We, you know, we can always say, if I knew then what I knew now, some people don't have a second chance. (coughs) Some people don't have a second chance. Some people don't get a third chance, fourth chance. But you have an opportunity right now. But don't let it go a waste. I see right now, I I had somebody, like, there was somebody that was on on the line. I was going to let them come on, share something. But um, I do want to say this. Um... (sighs) Right now <clears throat> Right now uh, And number one thank y'all for bearing with me you know, over this But um, Matter of fact, I see some that are on there right now um, my, Matter of fact my nephew My nephew uh, Jay His name is Jerry Jr. but Jay um, You know um, <clears throat> There are so many people That have lost loved ones And you know I didn't realize it Until after it happened to us I had so many people after of course I started speaking more about it and everything I had so many people to come up to me to say thank you Um, when I got matter of fact my first maybe maybe the first three months of me going back to work which you know which the person that was arrested for a murder was at one of the jails that I was at um <clears throat> there but I said for three about three months that I can remember for three months it was like people were stopping me because I related to them because they lost a loved one or they lost uh someone that they know was killed by domestic violence you know and uh you know, we can't sweep it under the rug. We just can't pray about it. We gotta do something about it. We gotta do something about it. <clears throat> you know, God has provided resources for us to talk <coughs> to talk about it, to educate, to see something, say something. <clears throat> we can't just sit there idle doing nothing. Anymore, until it happened to you. <clears throat> some people don't understand, and matter of fact, there are some that I, I deal with that are uh, other family members have lost loved ones, and it's heartbreaking to hear their story. To hear and some of them, it's it's sometimes it's, it's even hard to function, to even get up in the morning. You know, <clears throat> matter of fact. <clears throat> I mentioned that um, Sheila was killed in March. March the 3rd. But one Thursday morning, November, which was eight months later, <clears throat> I'll never forget. I woke up. My alarm... <coughs> I got up about five something, close to five to get ready to go to work. And I remember I was getting up out of the bed and for the first time it hit me it hit me for the first time. <clears throat> I often hear people say, I'm sorry about your sister, sorry about your sister, sorry about your sister. But for the first time it hit me, I didn't just lose a sister, I lost a friend. We would chat in the middle of the night. We would text each other. Oh, we'd be on Facebook. She's, I see her with her little green light on, I meaning that she up, she watching something on Facebook i'll reach out to her but she reach out to me vice versa we did that <clears throat> i'm supposed to be asleep and at two or three o'clock in the morning <coughs> i'm chatting with my sister not no chick not no no girl trying to date or what no my sister for the first time eight months later it hit me i lost my friend i lost my freaking friend now yeah i lost my sister but i lost my friend someone i trust someone i have a, a you know a love for respect for someone that you know honest understood her she understood me i lost it and the person who killed her he didn't just kill just a a, a thing he killed a person kill somebody's mama, kill somebody's daughter, kill somebody's sister, kill somebody's friend. A heartless coward. A heartless, godless coward did that. And you think I'm just going to sit back and just not say anything about domestic violence? No. One of the things that God told me, <clears throat> that night that I got that phone call by my sister, God told me before we save souls, we gotta first save lives. And that's what I plan on doing until the day I die. We gotta start speaking about this stuff. Like I said, at work, in the families, and in church. But we first, before we save souls, we gotta first save lives. A dead person don't need to be saved. It's too late for them. <coughs> If they are, if they're not, but you know, <clears throat> it's been like I said, it's been four years, and it seemed like it—it still seemed like yesterday when I got that phone call. You know. <clears throat> but um, I hope something was said to you know, kind of make us think for those who may be in relationships that you're questioning. Listen to somebody. Talk to somebody about it. Don't keep that to yourself. (coughs) (coughs) I'm trying to figure out, well, maybe I'll just... You know, i I I handle handle, handle, I'm, I'm a big girl. Yeah. But guess what? That person... That person that may be doing harm to you... It's funny. Guys that beat up on women, they'll fight women... They don't deal with no boys. They don't deal with no men. Anytime you got to put your hands on grown folks, you got a problem. It's something in your mind. It's something, something really wrong with you. <clears throat> it, it's, it's sad. It is sad. And women got to stop tolerating that mess. Number one, not only stop tolerating them, but also you need to stop provoking. <laughs> if you already, look, if you already know you got an attitude problem, don't be with somebody that got an attitude problem. You get fixed, you get hip. Both of y'all get hip. Both of y'all go y'all separate ways. You know, and I know <clears throat> domestic violence, it can happen to both. It can happen to not just women, but it can happen to men too. I know that. I know that. But most of the time, most of the time, these women are sitting up in here, come to church with put shades on. <coughs> Church being threatened, you better not tell nobody and sit there and don't say nothing to nobody. Wake up, wake up. You know, next week, well, you know what? I was gonna say next week, you might get Reverend Prater, but right now, you're getting Brother Prater right here. You're getting the brother of Sheila Prater. But right now, even right now, I'm, I'll still speak to you, I'm still preach to let you know. That God is able to help you to get help you get over anything and everything. <clears throat> I, I'm gonna say this right, right quick, and then um, <clears throat> I'm gonna share. Um, I'm sure a uh, tribute that I had made uh, some time ago, and I'll share it with you all for those of me that I have seen it. But um, <clears throat> it was funny. Yesterday, um, yesterday being March the fourth, like I said, <clears throat> she was killed late. March the third, and um, but <clears throat> I shared it on social media about her, about her passing on March the 4th, March the fourth, <clears throat> of two thousand nineteen. I shared it, and that was the hardest post I ever had to write. And um, <clears throat> I was on Facebook looking at the timelines, assuming uh, the, the memories, and it showed up. And uh, I read all the comments, and there were some. There were some people I didn't respond to. I, I just forgot because I had so many. My phones was ringing back and forth. <clears throat> and so um, yesterday morning I got up and I just read that. You know, I read probably if not a thousand, over a thousand um, comments in all the posts. And I, I read all of them pertaining to Sheila. <clears throat> like I said, that was. Um, 2019, <clears throat> but there was something that caught my attention, and I'm gonna see if I can, going uh, see if I can pull it up too. There was something that caught my attention. Um, I had um, when I had when I had wrote it. When I had wrote it, it was um, it was really interesting. I had something to happen. Let's see if I can pull it up. Uh. hmm nah uh, shucks well, I couldn't get it oh you know what as as I'm talking out, I, I know what I gonna do um <clears throat> something happened as I was um. As I was looking at the um the post, as I was looking at the post of what I was writing or what I what I had wrote uh pertaining to Sheila, as I began to look at it I was I was dumbfounded <clears throat> because reading all the posts the hurt the the um the hurt the the anger, the heartbrokenness that everybody was expressing. I read that and it was it was very overwhelming. And so it made me think. And I was just thinking. I was just thinking. And I I felt it hurt. I felt it sorrow. And so, long story short, I was reading all them posts from March the 4th of 2019. And then this happened. God had me to stroll on down and look at previous years. And it just so happened. March the 4th of 2017. Two years before the worst post I ever had to write was written two years before the end god showed me what i had wrote two years before on the same date, and i'm sure with you all just in case those who didn't see it yesterday <clears throat> this is what i said actually i'm seeing now <clears throat> it was actually two posts i wrote normally i write one post a day but this particular day i wrote two And this actually being the second post. And this is what I wrote. Today, God will give you the strength to march forth. March forth into your purpose, your deliverance, your healing, and the calling in your life. I was like, wow. It was kind of like God allowed me to grieve. You know, look at all that that I wrote in 2019 read all the comments and stuff from 2019 and then he said now I want you to remember I want you to look back on what I gave you 2 years before on that same day <clears throat> and I saw that I was like wow you know and if I had a wig I would have threw it up in the air and danced <clears throat> but Then let me know how good God was. I already knew how good God is. But those reminders in the midst of what you're dealing with. (coughs) (coughs) And so with that, I thank God that God allowed me to be Sheila Prater's brother. You know, I thank God that God allowed us to stay sane. Not just stay safe, stay sane. And, you know, my heart hurt for those who go through what we went through. But also my heart hurt for those that will be going through because of the wrong choices that other people make. It don't have to be that way. <clears throat> if each and every person is under the sound of my voice if those who may be pursuing a relationship make better choices, those who are in a relationship, if if it's not a healthy relationship, get out. Get out immediately. Get out. Get out. Get out. out. Don't worry about what people think or say. Because you know what? I guarantee you, they'll talk well of you. They'll talk well of you over your casket. Well, that person that should, that person should have. I, look, here. I can't tell you how many times, but, well, well, you know, I, I've been praying for you. I, I, you know, I knew he wasn't all right. Well, you should have told me. You'd be surprised the information that people withhold. You know, st- stuff like that, it irritates the mess out of me. That's why, you know, <clears throat> like I said, now probably because of my job, my experience, I've dealt with people. You know, I realize now, uh uh-uh, some people, I just have to accept. (coughs) (coughs) When if something ain't right, call it out. Call it out. God will give you the confirmation. You ain't got to give the confirmation from people. You can get it from God. (coughs) And um, you know, but I'm on I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right there because you know I can go on and on and on, on and um you know it just it just would you have to do something as community, as a people, as a people of God <clears throat> let's do better, let's make better choices. And also when we see someone making wrong choices, say something. Put them by the hotel. Talk to them. Talk to them. Let them know what love is. Let them know what love ain't. Say something. And if they choose to not listen, hey, it won't be on you. <clears throat> but if you see somebody that's in an unhealthy relationship and you don't say anything about it and then something happened, now that's going to be on your conscience. Well, I should have said something. I did pray for them. And God tell you, you go to them. We talk see prayer. I'ma say this. I'm gonna say this and then we're gonna move on. I want y'all to think about this. Prayer is for you. And if it's somebody else that may be in a situation, if it's if it's somebody that may have a problem, then that prayer is for you to talk to God to tell act for God to help you to say what needs to be said to them. So prayer is for you to talk to God about you. So that way you will accept. <clears throat> but then also, if it's pertaining to somebody else, that prayer is for you to ask God to help you with the verbiage on what to say, when to say it, and how to say it, for the message to come across. And that's no matter what it is. So hopefully we understand when it comes down, well, you know, I prayed for them, you know, I just, I just, I'm going to pray for them and move on. No, stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Be there. You know, that that's, <clears throat> you know, I, I was talking to my brother a um, couple couple weeks ago and that's one thing, you know, when I hear that, people say, I'm just going to pray for you I'm going to pray for you as an excuse. I'm being honest. You know, and, I, and like I said, I see it and I'm looking at it from a legal standpoint <clears throat> because what if somebody confided in me if I'm counseling somebody Somebody can find me and tell me that they raped a child. And then imagine me we saying, Well, I'm, I'm gonna pray for them. I'm gonna pray for them. What happened if the police finds out? They're gonna either say, Oh, oh, okay, well uh, uh, uh Reverend Prater, he 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 did pray for them. Or they're gonna say, We're gonna arrest him and we're gonna rest up, we're gonna arrest Mr. Prater because they told him the information and he withheld it think about it think i want i wanted to think 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 about it deeply <clears throat> so with that being said um this is a video that i made uh, some time ago um you know um when it came down to sheila i was always selfish <clears throat> Like I said, uh, I was telling my I was telling my stepmom and some other people in the family. I never knew who Sheila was to other people. I just knew who she was to me. You know. And so, <clears throat> this video I made, is a compilation of um, not just myself, but the family. And she is sorely missed in the family. She's, like I said, that's, that's my fun girl my, my, my homegirl my 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 road dog joint to the hip everything but uh, i'm gonna share with y'all this video it's a familiar song and um I'm gonna play it right quick um go right here I'm gonna cut the volume be myself y'all, allow me to just be transparent and just talk and just know that all of this is in love because um, I love people, I love myself and I want them to go through what we went through and um, I appreciate y'all You know that I appreciate y'all prayers and you know, unfortunately I'm just one of many that have to Deal with this on behalf of my family. Um, hopefully, somebody listens. If even if it's just one person, I'm thankful right to be everybody. But even if just one person, if somebody wakes up to be to realize what they're in, it ain't worth. It. it ain't love. You know, then I serve my purpose. <clears throat> But uh, with that being said, I appreciate y'all listening. appreciate y'all prayers, y'all thoughts um, this week. And, um, you know, with that being said, I thank y'all for loving us. Thank y'all for loving Sheila. And, um, thank y'all. And uh, instead of going out on some theme music, I'm just going to Um, post this picture as a sign off for tonight. So, I appreciate y'all. I thank y'all for y'all thoughts. Thank y'all for um, being here. And last but not least, thank y'all for loving this young lady right here. Sheila, we appreciate you. We love you. And I know our birthdays will be coming up um, six months from now, but today is the day that you know think about that that phone call and even though you're not physically here, but thank you for your presence that when you were here, thank you for everything that you've given to us. To me. And so um, I appreciate it. And Joan Bud loves you, miss you. And um, thank y'all for listening to Remake My Heart podcast. Good night.